Oh, welcome everyone. Uh, hello. Hi. Welcome to episode 90. Oh, what? Hi. What? Yeah. Wow. Well. I didn't realize we were starting. Unfortunately, so, Jeremy had a baby. So he's gone. Unfortunate. Unfortunately, it's it's the worst thing to ever happen to me. Oh my gosh! And I hope you hear this, Jeremy. Not You're really. Dramatic. I love you, Jeremy. He's I gonna like. No. You have all the fun with baby. We don't She's miss so him cute. At all. Actually, um, that's not true. But do miss him. We I have a buddy, a friend of the show, John Carter, who will be stepping in for the end of this campaign. For the, for the duration. Really? Yeah. Oh! Just think of me as like Jeremy from Wish. Nice. <laughs> oh, beard, no. no hair. Oh, no. <laughs> He's Timu, Jeremy. I was about to say Timu. Um, but we uh, we love Jeremy. We're very excited for Bebe. I have not got to meet her yet, but I will tomorrow. Well, she's like three days old. Yeah. She so. And she's got exactly. cheeks for days. So. Exactly. But um, before we get into tonight's episode, as always, we have announcements. Hayden wanted to, uh, really wanted the so job de- of announcer. So desperately. He, yeah. he interviewed. Look at that. It was like a three-round process. Mm-hmm. He almost didn't make it past the second. Came Dude. out ahead, though. He almost got yeah. fired from Role Slayer. <laughs> that's but, probably true. There's varying points in this podcast history where that's almost been true. <laughs> um, I mean, it's pretty all right. easy. You just unplug it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gone. No, don't be I go back in I go back into the hell I came from for this podcast when you unplugged me. Um <laughs> So from there, let's talk about our sponsors. Let's uh, do it. Who do we have up first? But uh the good friends over at Eldritch Foundry. They make minis. They let you make your own minis. You can make cool faces. Really you good faces. You can make cool faces. You can do famously finger guns, um, good good hand positionings, lots of articulation, good minis, good times. Um, Eldritch Foundry. Our uh, code for that is Tyler. It's just Roll Slayers. It's just Roll Slayers. 15% so that, off 15% on minis. We've, we've uh, had friends use the code. We know it works, so use it. It's free money. Not really. You still have to pay. Free money. You know. Any uh, other, we um, also have all of our musical um, companions. Uh, you can find those at rolleslayers.com slash... Nurse? Hayden, I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, uh, let's see, isn't it? Slash partners. But it is it's all, all right. our partners on partners, including our musical companions. Yes, our musical companions. We've got uh, Beyond Skyrim. I'm not as rehearsed as Jeremy was. There's a Scanlan Short Halt in there. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Celestial Aeon Project. Celestial Aeon Project. Uh, the um, uh, Is that all of them? Sirenscape. Uh, you said Beyond Skyrim, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all our, our musical and sound effect folks that we collaborate with. Um, and then we also, we, we utilize World Anvil. Um, I utilize World Anvil. But um, you should check them out. They're probably, you know, one of the most important things to this campaign, I'd say, or any campaign that needs to be really organized and you don't want to, like, take a million notes on paper. It's a good place to do it. Tyler puts his blood, sweat, and tears into World Anvil, and the link for his blood, sweat, and tears is... World Anvil 
Com. I don't know. Nope. Worldanvil.pxf.io slash rules. There you go. There we go. It's, Thank you. It's I really great to put my blood, sweat, and tears into that because beforehand, all my campaign notes were written in blood, sweat, and tears. Um, and now it's just on, on your paper. keyboard. It's where yeah. I got the skin book idea. Um, it really uh, smells yeah. not great here. That's okay. <laughs> That definitely yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I felt like it was pretty good. Check us out on Instagram, on TikTok. We've got a lot of follower influx on TikTok, so check us out there. Um, We're definitely not bots. Definitely not bots. Do we post TikToks? Every now and then. We oh. do. Yeah, y'all do. I like it to watch. Oh. Hmm. I do not have a TikTok yet. No. Thanks for feeding our algorithm, friends of the show. Uh, we, uh, if you're not watching us on YouTube, but you want better video quality, check us out on YouTube. Because um, we have nice cameras and, and lighting now. So make use of that. You want to see all of the sweat droplets Absolutely. glistening on our skin. All the blood droplets. All the sweat, blood, and tears. Uh, any and other things that I missed? Looks. Anyone? Or that Hayden missed? I don't know. I'll be here. Patreon. Check it out. Mm. We're on there. Uh, you can find it on our website. Cool. Why don't we play some D&D? Let's. So, last we left off, <laughs> the party made their way to a grove within the Severn Wood to the west, west of uh, the city of Z small village of Zagstick, not uh, city, and uh, did combat with a small cult of Oberon, whatever you want to call them, a group of, of uh, followers of the Archfey Oberon, uh, including Vinny's father, uh, Lucimo Jaloris, otherwise known as Oliver Barnes. After a tense battle, neck and neck, um, both parties decided they didn't want to fight anymore. There was some reconciliation to be had between Titania and Oberon, some reconciliation between Vinny and Lucimo, and um, between Ar Ardgall and Remy. Uh, <laughs> fireside. <laughs> but um, a, a long rest was had by the party and at the outset of that next morning, Venuthra decided that, that he needed to take some time home uh, with his mother in, um, in his hometown of Alinar uh, and that he would actually also bring Lucima with him. Um, and so through the use of Titania's uh, fey powers, they transport via plants off and away. At the same time, Ruby did receive a couple of messages oh, from yeah. uh, Brogner Puler, the that. Archmage of Divination, basically saying, hey, uh, one, I think I've found Cyrus, I'm working on it, uh, and two, I have another artifact that I need you to recover for me to destroy. Um, I'm sending Professor Fingers to pick you up in Zagsnick. <laughs> and that's where we kind of left off. Um, you guys 
kind of considering whether you wanted to take the the mission or not, um, knowing that Cyrus perhaps will be in that advanced team um, if uh, Professor Puler is indeed successful. So um, I, I think you guys started traveling back towards X Snake. Is there anything you'd like to do in these two days of travel? I will tell them about the conversation I had with Titania. Okay. Oh, about um, Cyrus being in great pain? Yeah, maybe we should act that one out or yeah. no. Go for it. Okay, so I'd say we're probably... Let's set the scene. Yeah, you guys we're are all... trudging through the, the misty, foggy forest. Uh, you know, it's we're fresh. It's so misty? Yeah. Is it's there just, a titania-shaped... Okay. There is not. Shape in front of us? <laughs> there is not. Anymore. Curvaceous shape in front of us? No curvaceous breaks in the fog line. <laughs> uh, just fog. Uh, just normal, regular fog. Just, fog. just weather. Okay, great. A little bit of weather. But um, so, Remy perks up, I assume. So in a damp, cool, foggy night, while we're all around the fire, uh, Remy's going to just say, uh, so look, um... I don't know if any of you noticed, I did manage to creep away for a moment and have a private word with Titania, as odd as that sounds. Um, she's of the she's of the mind that I think I think Cyrus might still be alive. Uh, that's the that's the good news. She would know that you. She was certain. And look, I don't. I didn't. She didn't say much more than... Okay, I'll reframe this now with the bad news. She said that he was in great pain. Where, where is he? You know, that was the really uh, exciting part of all of this, is learning exactly how cryptic fae beings can be. And I wasn't inclined to push her much further than that answer. So, um... Yeah, that's all I know is that he's in great pain. I guess I assume that he's alive from that. So she told you that he is alive. Well, no, she pain. just told me he was in great pain, which makes me think he probably is alive in some capacity. Well, and that, that he's still in some kind of danger, like he hasn't been recovered by this. Pewler character not, yet. Not yet, but it does mean that I don't, maybe we ought to keep moving forward with Professor Pewler because he still does seem like the best way of reaching Cyrus again or at least figuring out where he is. Maybe um, the professor will have some more information for us when we find him. Perhaps so. From that, I guess we'll just keep trudging on. Well, it's awful quiet around this campfire now. Well, it is still awfully quiet in the Severn Wood. The the muffled sound of wildlife. It seems you were correct earlier in your analysis that it's just a very quiet forest. Um, not you know not very active in its wildlife or or boisterous. Um, and the fog seems to kind of act as, as kind of a sound buffer for a lot of, of uh, sound that would carry further. But you guys are able to long rest. Um, 
you were able to level up um, over the course of this small journey to level 10. Um, Woo! And if, if you don't have anything else, you're able to make your way to the rugged logger city, not city, settlement. Giant um, metropolis. Giant metropolis. Everything we could possibly want to find. Where everyone is illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> no books in this giant sweeping metropolis not in the forest. A one. <laughs> There's not even any paper. They don't bother making things like that out of their trees. Hey, the pulp mill's up north in Wyasphere. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, you know, you could make up anything. I know. <sighs> Why didn't you put a library in this sawmill? Um, <laughs> hey, the Timbermen are very well-read well folk. Um, but you are able to make your way to Zagsnick, um, probably around the second evening, um, many workmen kind of coming back from their their jobs to home or to the Huntsman's Guild or uh, to the Timberman's Hall where you stayed previously when you were in town. Um, Do they sing any workman songs that you have for us? I don't have any prepared, uh, sorry. Can you make one up? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not a vocalist, unfortunately, Hayden. Is there a chant? But they, they probably do have some sort of workman song that echoes through the forest. Disappointed. Sorry. And I have one about smashing rats. Smashing rats? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you hear that one. It's a common it's called one. called uh, Rat Smashing Shoes. My husband actually wrote one from, I don't think, I might be in my backpack. He wrote a like, here's a, here's a round. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, is there anywhere in specific you guys are headed once you head to town? Do you need to pick up any gear? You go into the inn. What What are you guys kind of doing? You want to talk to Homeboy? I would want to talk to Homeboy and also find a shield. A shield. Mm. Okay. Um, you could head to. Uh, what What do you want to do first? Um, what time of day is it? They're getting Evening. off work. Okay. Yeah. Then I would go try to find Vorin. Okay. Uh, you You've seen his house. Um, you can head to it. It's just kind of a small uh, wooden establishment, not super embellished or anything, but very sturdy. Um, it, it kind of sits on very shallow stilts um, and has like a little balcony that wraps around the side with a staircase up. Um, but you, the three of you can approach um, and knock on the door. Um, I would honestly probably just like kind of silently peace out from the group and just okay. go find them Just kind of split. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are you two doing as, as she kind of goes in about her business? You want to go buy some rations? Sure. Cool. You guys head to the one store in town. It's called Farmer's Wholesaler. They are a wholesaler of farmers. <laughs> of farmers? <laughs> buy some farmers? Yes. You can buy... It. Yep. By a farmer, um, but you go and you knock on Warren's door. Um, no sound from inside, and uh, about thirty seconds later, you hear trudging through the underbrush behind you a very large figure who was just getting done with his day of work. Oh, little bells, you have returned. Yes, uh, we did it. And you are the only survivor. No. All of my friends survived. Oh, you're just 
Sorry. They they went on to yes. find um, something. I don't really know what. Um, but we are generally well. That is good. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I underestimated you all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we've grown quite a bit. At least I have since. I don't know, we knew each other. Mm. Well, come in, come in. Uh, he ushers you through the door and starts to put a tea kettle on uh, the fire. Um, you see that it's been roaring with some sort of stew all day. Um, mm. That uh, he does start to lay loud if you are hungry. Um, and, and reclines in this large chair that is just covered in pelts. Um, pours himself a glass of tea and, and looks at you inquiringly. So, your friend Venusra, all is well? Oh, I, I believe so. He went home for a spell to see his mother. He's missed her. He, I guess, reunited with his father and things are, I don't really understand them, but he seems happy, I guess. Yes, he's well. He's good. And what are your plans now, Guild of Goodwill, or you? I don't really know. I mean, I plan to keep going with the Guild as long as we have a Guild to go with. And I'm not really sure what's in our immediate future. We're looking for an old friend, and I suppose we'll try to find him, and then I don't really know what's next. Mm. So then you, uh, you will leave town soon, then? Probably... I can't imagine staying here very long. Mm. Well, I will miss you. And uh, your colorful friends. <laughs> Not many, uh, you know, halflings, half-elves around here. Just sweaty humans. No <laughs> offense. That's fine. I don't really like sweaty humans either, honestly. I, I did come here um, to tell you something specifically. I had a dream that Melora visited me. I think it was really her. From Lady Udan. Yes. And she told me I could be a cleric of hers if I wanted to. Mm. And you do? Well, I don't, I don't know for sure. That's what I came to talk to you about. I'd have to promise to, like, uphold some of her tenants, which I do find admirable. But I don't really know. Is she someone you really think would be worth serving with my life? She is chief goddess among the Uzandar, the pantheon of my people. But I cannot say she is fierce, wild, but good, uh, trustworthy. From what I can tell, I have never served her in that way, uh, nor do I know many who have. I met a paladin of Udon once, but uh, we went separate ways quite quickly. I think if if, uh, if what I know about you is still true of you 
you know, loving to ride, to to revel in, in Udon's nature is still true. If you still want to protect that, want to steward it, I see no reason not to. Well, okay then. Do you have any, I don't know, suggestions or advice or wisdom for me? In how to go about? Yes, or in what to say to her or how to interact with her. What do you, mean, you like, do when you... Like an oath or, or words to say or, or what? Well, yes, I mean, she she told me sort of what sort of things she would like me to say, I guess. I don't know. I've never done this before, and she says that she has deemed me worthy, but I don't really understand why. Perhaps you are faithful. Maybe. We have a prayer to Udant that you could say, I guess. Um, it's, it goes, Udant, wild mother, I pray for those who wander. I pray for insert names of people that you care about. Guide them with your mighty hand. Protect them from harm. Bring boon to their gardens. Meat to their tables. Fire to their hearts. Something like that might work. I don't know. Um, but oaths are not as important as actions to the wild mother. And I mean, if she's deemed you worthy already, can't be doing too bad. Yes, I'm, I'm doing quite well, honestly. Thank you. No, no problem. You, uh, I guess, will be staying at the inn tonight with your companions? Oh, probably. Usually that's the sort of place that we stay. I will, uh, I will join you. Oh, wonderful. Buy you dinner last, last night in Zagsnik. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. But should be celebration anyway. Perhaps we can go back deeper into the wood now. I think so. I really do. It's good. Uh, you know, it does not please me or Udant to cut down the young trees. Would rather go up higher, deeper, get the older ones. Yes. Let the young ones flourish. Well, I will meet you there, and I will take this stew off and give it to someone. I don't know. Okay, wonderful. I'll meet you there. So you're able to make your way out and then head to the one one shop in town <laughs> uh, where you'll meet up with Ruby Jane and uh, Remy. You guys have uh, made your way to um, the uh, Timber, or not Timberman's Hall, Farmer's Wholesaler. Um, though you do pass by another source. You said you're looking for kind of food rations, right? Yes. yes. There's also a uh, large hall called the Huntsman's Guild, where you think you could probably get some sort of, of, you know, wild game if you'd prefer that to like dried rations. It's up to you. Can we do both? Yeah, you can do both. 
Um, I'd say you'd hit the Huntsman's Guild first. Um, it is a large hall, uh, very simple. Um, again, no real architecture style besides nice pine and birch planks um, fit together pretty masterfully. Um, whoever built it was no, you know, they're, they're an actual carpenter. Um, but it's this kind of cavernous main hall with some adjoining rooms, but mostly just this large table and fireplace at the back with various hunting trophies on the walls. There is a small counter to the side um, with a uh, shorter, uh, more plump tiefling woman of kind of yellowish skin um, and horns that kind of just curve up and back who greets you. Uh, hello, um, welcome to the Huntsman's Guild. Uh, I don't believe you're members. Uh, well, what can I do for you? <laughs> go, uh, go ahead. I thought you'd stop in, get some 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 food for the road. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Some leftover venison and, and boar, perhaps? He looks at Ruby and says, sure. Oh, bo- both would be great. Thanks. Uh, okay, we have a uh, fresh or, or dried. Um, which would you prefer? Well, well, we'll definitely take some dried for the road. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We're going to have a chance to really cook anything quick, you well, know. I, before. I can, I can you... cook some things on the road. I've got my 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 pans and pots and such. Do we have a way to keep meat? Can the bag of holding do that? <laughs> Yeah, we, I think it's already pretty full of meat from what they told me. Oh, yeah. Do we, we need any of this meat? from Benny before he left. The bag of holding? Definitely. Sure. Oh, yeah, he would have left it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> sure. And all his money. And all, <laughs> all his money. Vinny definitely would have left mm-hmm. all yeah. his money. Yeah, he didn't need that. He's so charitable like mm-hmm. that. He would not. Um, but he does leave the bag of holding. You do have that. <laughs> Um, yeah, she Party can property. sell you some dried and and also fresh venison. They have basically a large pit in the ground that's insulated and has a bunch of snow in it uh, that she pulls out a car- like a half carcass of a, a deer and uh, a haunch of boar um, and uh, settles you up with it probably running about two, three gold. While we're here, can you also, uh, do you have any stores of uh, root vegetables, you know, potatoes, onions, yams? Oh, that'll be at Heart Farmer's Wholesaler. We're just, you know, hunters here. Okay. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, have a good one. Thank you. This smells amazing. They put that good rub on it. You smell that? I, I, I do. You know, I don't, I don't really eat the stuff. Um... But, you know, unless, you know, there's nothing else on the table, I'm happy to do that. But uh, if I can avoid it, I, I tend to not. Well, I don't want to tell you you're missing out, but you might be missing out. Well, I, I know what it tastes like. I've had venison and I've, I've had wild game and, you know, farmed animals and such. I just don't prefer it. All right. It's about this time that you make your way to a a bit shabbier establishment with a ramshackle sign that does say Farmer's Wholesaler. 
where you come into basically what is a large general store. There are myriad items on the walls from axes to rope to fish uh, hooks, pythons, some fish hooks, uh, bows and arrows. You spot a shield or two. Um, and uh, is there any make a, make a, light make a, armor? Light armor. That's not just leather armor, any There's, studded armor. Does that add anything to me if I have like. With still light armor, but not what I already have. <laughs> what? You can get studded leather. Yeah. Yeah, you can get studded Is leather. Is it better? Yeah. What do you have? Just regular leather. Yeah. But it's there, like one better. There is no studded leather, unfortunately. Fine. But make a, make a perception <laughs> check for me, uh, Ruby, as you enter this establishment. Six. Never mind. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but Great. Um, there are various um, kind of large bins with produce in them, um, various vegetables, lots of roots and grains that keep well, uh, a lot less fresh, like, you know, tomatoes, cucumbers, stuff like that. You get the sense that a lot of this is um, imported um, and kept really dry. Um, and basically sold at, at wholesale to the people here as there's not a lot of farmland around. Um, I see. But you guys can very much, you know, fill up on turnips, on uh, wheat or barley or potatoes. Um, you see yams, stuff like that. Uh, probably some onions and garlic bulbs. Uh, so you can basically buy whatever you want here um, for probably less than three gold. It's a bunch of produce. And then if you're looking for anything specific, let me know. I'm just looking for produce, baby. Okay, yeah. Just, you just have your heyday here getting maybe even a few spices that they've got in from, from up north. They got any syrup? Oh, you, you didn't mention spices. Yeah. You can, you, can get a, you can get some of the more common spices, I'd say. Here. They got any maple syrup? Any uh, other kind of tree syrups yeah, up in here? Yeah, they got some syrups. Absolutely. I want that to go on my barley. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you might even see that they have a recently new and infused blueberry syrup. Oh. Okay. So you can easily pick up all of that and more. And as you guys are shopping for various tubers and syrups, uh, in walks Bells eventually. Uh, Bells, you see everything they've seen. Uh, you do see a shield on the wall uh, if you'd like to purchase that. Um, Tell me about it. What's it look like? Is it old and yeah, busted? It's wood and it's got iron band around it and kind of like an iron uh, circle in the middle, kind of like a buckler. It's not fancy. Okay. It'll do the job. Great. It'll give you two AC. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, they don't even charge you full price for it. No one's bought it for forever. Cool. Uh, it's been here for forever. <laughs> so they, they sell like, it to you for seven Pick gold. it up in the dust. Just Yeah, yeah absolutely. Great. Um, so just mark off seven gold and perfect. Unless you have any other shopping to do here at, at the the general store, you guys can make your way to Timberman's Hall. How are you gonna carry that on top of everything else you own? <laughs> Magic, son. Magic quiver. Hey, I just... sold a lot of my things. Oh, that's true. I've yeah. gotten rid of many things. Um, as you guys enter the Timberman's Hall, um, it's you know. It's evening time. People are getting some food. If they didn't want to cook for themselves that night, they're getting some ales or some beers. 
Uh, no one really stands out to you besides uh, in a corner booth is a robed individual who has a large bald patch that's kind of combed over, longer on the sides. Um, these kind of bluish uh, white turquoise uh, robes on his person sitting across from a um, shorter to middling height half-orc. Uh, John, if you want to describe your character, you may. All right. Uh, you see, like you said, uh, a half orc, but not of like full height stature, but like built like a brick house. Like he is lithe. Uh, he is wearing a, a simple uh, top that is kind of just cut in the you can look at a three quarters deep halter top kind of thing, and like flowy loose pants that cinch and like get really tight at the bottom to like. Uh, like hammer pants, but like I don't know, but like orc style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, pretty uh, bland. There's like browns, browns and grays. Uh, he's wearing simple sandals. Um, he has a backpack. Uh, he has off to the side and a spear and axe. Um, he has long. Uh, braided hair that is shaved to the skull, the sides and the back, and it's just flowing down. Uh, he has a normal sized, thick, full beard. Um, wait, 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 what's normal sized? What does that mean? Right here. Okay. Like medium to long. Okay, okay. great. Um, and he has sky blue eyes. Mm. And um, only thing that's really adorning him is a uh, amulet on his finger on his neck. Cool. What kind of amulet? Uh, one that you would actually find familiar. It's an amulet of Alora. Cool. So as you guys are walking in, he will, um, the robed individual will clock you probably. It is a very small town where there's only one entrance to this. And he'll wave at you animatedly and beckon you over. Do, do any of you know him? No, I thought maybe y'all knew him. I would remember someone like that. Well, I guess guess we'll go on over. Okay. All right. So you guys head over. He beckons you and says, Ah, oh, you must be the Guild of Goodwill, right? S- sort of. <laughs> Professor Richard Fingers, at your service. But uh, my friends call me Dick, so uh, Dick, Dick Fingers for you. Um... Uh, yeah, I was sent by Professor Puler up in uh, the Quintessa's Pursuant. You know him? Uh, well, of course you did. He, he sent me to find you guys. So, of course you know him. Um, I'm a buddy of, uh, you know, Cyrus Gray Malkin? I think you do. I think he traveled with you guys before. Is that correct? <laughs> That's why we're here. We need to find him. Oh, good, good, good. Professor Puler said he was working on finding him. I didn't even know he was lost for a while because I was out in Oromon doing some work for, well, for the Quintessence. And uh, that whole business with the dragon, I don't know if you heard about that in Erngel. <laughs> We were that there. happened while I was in Oromon. So I got back and I was like, whoa, what happened? And then he said Cyrus was here and now he's gone and, you know, it's crazy. You don't know anything more? Oh, no, no. Uh, you know, I know uh, that he's working on finding him. He said he should be sending him with the advanced team if he is able to get him in time. Um, I know that he was uh, lost, couldn't be found with divination magic. Uh, yeah, really, I don't know anything. Um, I hadn't been at the quintessence for a hot minute. You know, college isn't for everyone, obviously. You know, Cyrus, uh, you know, he, he didn't he didn't love 
the quintessence, and he, he flourished on his own outside, and so did, uh, you know, Sweaty, and then there's, uh, do you know Sweaty? And Frankie Tin Shoes, and then Funnel Mike and all them? We, we met Sweaty. Oh, good, 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 yeah, so, you know, the college isn't for everyone, and so Cyrus, I guess, was with you guys, and anyway, that leads me to uh, talk about our, our, our job. We have a job for you guys. Oh, this is my buddy, by the way. Uh, say hi. Uh, hello, my name's uh, Actor, but you can just call me Ag or Aggie. Okay, Ag, nice to meet you. H- hi there. Yeah, he's a great guy. We met in Philly Adel. We were looking for an amulet or something a while back. And, you know, they're all small, weak elves. And, you know, not, not that I have anything wrong with elves. You know, they're great people. But I needed a little bit of beef for my mission. And so I said, hey, do you want to come, you know, work with me? And, and then we became friends. Yeah, yeah. We've uh, known each other for a while. He uh, sent me a message <clears throat> saying that uh, he needed my help. Sounded desperate, and here I am. All right, then. Anyway, so I guess he gave you all the details of what we're going to be doing? No, we have no idea, and honestly, we haven't agreed to do anything. Oh. We agreed to come meet you and find out more about it. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Well, um... Well, let me start at the beginning. I guess you know that Bronner Pueller is looking for uh, these kind of magical artifacts that he's destroying. I... Apparently, that had something to do with the dragon. Anyway. Why is he doing that? Why is he destroying evil magical artifacts? Yes. I, I mean, because they're evil magical artifacts. I don't know what reason you have not to. Well, there were some unfortunate side effects to the oh, last yeah. one he destroyed. You guys all got sucked into Acheron, huh? Yes. Oh, how yeah. all those cubes and stuff? And then, what, the Astral Sea, too? It was yeah. terrible. They were cuby. Fascinating, fascinating. Really fun stuff. Um, anyway, so he's destroying those artifacts, uh, or looking to, so, uh, he sent an advanced team ahead of us, uh, to, uh, a city, uh, underwater, under the ocean, um, and we're to follow up, we're about half a day behind them if we keep to a good schedule, um, and basically if they all die, we're to get the artifact. What is the artifact? Oh, uh, from what I can tell, it's some brooch. You don't have any more information. Uh, evil brooch. And who lives under the ocean? Oh, no one anymore. Oh, so it's not like a habited... No. ...underwater city? Uh-uh, no. Okay. And uh, what magical means does anyone have for us to go to the bottom of the ocean? Oh, I can teleport us to a tunnel. To a tunnel. Well, an approximate location to the tunnel. There's supposed to be a tunnel in Ungva, and I have never been to Ungva, but I was down there a while back with a purple worm infestation, so I know an area about a half day from the city. Well, village. Underwater. No, 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 no. The tunnel <laughs> is in Ungva, and that goes oh, underground. Oh, the tunnel, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Underneath the floor of the sea. Yeah, supposedly. I've never been to Ungva, so I don't know. And I also don't even know how they found out about this tunnel. The Goliath are quite, you know, secretive oh, people. Giant lamp key. Just here we go. <laughs> yeah, you can unroll that map <laughs> if you'd like. Where is this? What, what are you this? talking about? It's south of Stoella. Oh much. down okay, giant land. Mirch. So we're gonna go there. Yeah. And then Under somewhere the in the ocean. ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly. Supposedly. 
I don't uh, know much uh, more besides uh, that. Professor Fingers, if I might interject for a moment. Please, call um, me Dick. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, Remington Northerly Topsford, it's a pleasure to meet the both of you. Vigorously uh, shakes your hand. Looking forward to, to uh, working together. Um, did, uh, did Professor Pueller fill you in on the details of Cyrus? Any additional information there? Oh, no, not really. He said he'd probably try and reunite us by sending him with the first wave if he could get him in there in time. Okay, well, I guess that's still what he told us, so just making sure you didn't know anything we didn't. Oh, Professor Pueller's, uh, you know, he, he's sparing in his words. Yeah. We're kind of opposites in that matter. Some people say I talk a lot. Um, but, you know, I think that Professor Pueller just talks a little bit, and that's why, you know, it's such a stark difference when you put us in the same room, obviously. I just talk regular amount. You know, frankly, I enjoy the way you, the amount that you talk, um, kind of, uh, fills in some of those silences where things get uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, good, good. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I fill space and, and voids and whatnot, uh, you know, um, uh, kind of like you guys did in the Astral Sea, <laughs> uh, but yeah, 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 um, any other, uh, questions about what we're doing, if you want to do it, uh, hopefully? I don't understand what this brooch is or why we're destroying it. Oh, it belongs to a dead god or is a dead god, something like that? It could be a dead god. Maybe, I don't know. You know we're supposed to go and get Does it, it have and a name, the brooch? Uh, probably. I don't know it. Hmm. Folks, are, are we just. Um, this sounds pretty similar to the spear, like, probably the same dead god. Um,. You know, couldn't hurt to blow up another one of those. It seemed like some some awful bad people didn't want us to do it, so it's probably a good thing to do. Oh, 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 oh! He looks at his hand and there is some smudged writing on it. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, Professor Pueller did tell me to mention uh, you won't be sucked into Acheron this time. I was going to oh, mention that maybe it we don't need That's to be a... there when this one is destroyed. Oh, no, you don't so need fine. to be, but uh, yeah, he figured that out, he said, and he said he can do it quicker now, too, or something. Oh, good. Well, that that answers one big question I had. Which is? Are we going to get sucked into Acheron? Oh, yeah. No, you won't. Any other uh, questions? Anything stewing? Uh, maybe we need to just take a moment. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, well, I don't want to private intrude. conference. Ag, if you, Ag and I can just hang out here. Um, maybe we'll we'll go get us our get us a table and have have a little chat. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's lovely to meet you both. And oh, sorry, only one of y'all said your names. Oh, my name's Ruby Jane Swamp Popper. And Bells. Miss Bells, you too. Well, it's a pleasure. You seem like a, you seem like a friend. Are you? Uh, pardon my asking. Are you half dwarf? Yeah, I am. That's f- fascinating. I've always enjoyed the company of the dwarves. Uh, Anyways, we we got to we have to we have to to, to meet over here. Sorry about that. Oh, you're good. Uh, dwarves are kind and stubborn. And move as much as about. Do, it can be a lot spectacular, but uh, I understand it's a big ask for you and your 
take your towel. Oh, certainly. As you guys duck away from uh, Professor Fingers and Agador, um, you do see ducking through um, the familiar um, silhouette of your Goliath friend, Boren, um, who greets the two of you, Ruby and, and Remy. Um, and you guys can indeed find a table uh, to kind of discuss. To be clear, we're going to a Goliath area or a giant area? Goliath. Okay. Um, yeah, you're going to barely be within the territory of what's known as the Diarchy of Novosi Selena. Okay. Um, which is illegitimate territory in the eyes of the Ascendancy, but right, right. is Goliath land. Right. Voron, I'm glad to see you. Um, we have a proposition that I would like to know if you know anything about. Mm. We've been asked to go through some tunnel under Goliath land near... What is this place? Ungva. To find a brooch that either belonged to a dead god or possibly is one. Do you, do you know anything about a tunnel under the ocean? You see his face darken at the mention of Ungva. I have been to Ungva many times, but not as a citizen. You see, uh, before Diarchy of Novosislina was created, there was uh, Pachesk, where I was from. Yes. And Ungva to the north, uh, and Pachesk was a uh, raiding settlement. Uh, and Ungva had several natural resources, iron mine, uh, some food stores. And so from time to time, Pachesk would raid Umva. And uh, so bitter rivalry there. Uh, it wasn't until unification by Kotho Mountain Smasher that uh, things settled down between Umva and Pachesk. Uh, now they rule from Druzba, but um, tunnel below ground to ocean. Never heard of such thing. Deep iron mine. That's only thing I know of. Is there anything we need to be careful of in Ungva? Fierce warriors there, uh, because of <laughs> continuous raids by Pachesk tribe. So. So you're saying if we meet animosity, it's your fault? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You see, his like. That, that hit really hard to him. <laughs> Bells would be horrified visibly. Yeah. I know you joke, but yeah, partially my fault. Uh, well, I left that life behind. Yeah, I know you. That's why I said it. And I am glad <laughs> that I, you know, lived that life because uh, I would not be here making small furniture and, you know, toys and, and cutting logs without my time. Um, reading and reading. So, you know. We're all on our own journeys. But I know nothing of dead gods under the ocean. Will we be taken too kindly in Ungva? Do we need to... I would not fraternize. If you can be sneaky or stealthy or the magically charm people. Or if you're just, uh, if you think you're charming enough to, to get admittance into the village. I mean, they are not 
so xenophobic that they have no outsiders come, especially we have traveling traders, especially from Stolheller from time to time. Um, myriad of ways to approach it. Well, that's not unhelpful. I was hoping you'd have heard of this magical item to go seek and hopefully destroy. <laughs> yes, uh, no, no idea. But yeah, I, I know nothing of big gods or magic items, and I doubt the Goliath do either. If they did, they would find a way to exploit it, surely. They have grand designs. Or so I am told, I lived before Diarchy was created. Is there anything else we need to know about entering this area? Stay away from Druzba. Okay, we'll try. It shouldn't be hard, it's far away. But, uh, yeah, stay away from Druzba, stay away from Pachesk. Uh, yeah, um, don't make anyone mad. They will crush your skulls, probably. You tend to be very good at making people mad. Oh, then, uh, <laughs> might just be worse than try going not into to the talk to anybody. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> just avoid Goliath in general, then. I've well, seen multiple mugs made of skulls, so. Ooh. Are we going to do this? I, I think, I can't think of a reason why not. It's our, our best lead so far. Oh, bring jacket. Oh. We have we to did buy a clothes. bunch of cold weather stuff this time. Oh, good. Oh. Then that is very good. It gets quite cold there. We bought a bunch of cold weather stuff you before did. we went into did the You did. Did you forest. tell us yes. that? Okay, we put it on yeah, kicker. Yeah. I totally remember that. It's <laughs> fine. I, just, I recall freezing last time and it did not. I remember very you well. buying them. I don't remember donning them. I don't. I don't think we, we ever specified, but it's fine. You yeah. guys, you guys have jackets and fur-lined implements that you can utilize. Perfect. Great. Um, Remy, you probably even got. Um, if you want to set back a couple more gold, you could have gotten some fur-lined tents uh, to utilize if you'd like. You know, that seems sensible. And can I get one of those big, uh, tall hats made of fur? Sure. Those exist. You okay. mean like uh, like the kind of the Russian ones that have the like folds on the sides? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones. <laughs> Absolutely. Of like nice like fox fur. Oh. So on brand, Remy. <clears throat> so, um, is there anything else you'd like to, to discuss um, with Boren or amongst yourselves? Can we dramatically turn around all at once, and then uh, and then we and then Remy nods at him and nods at the two, and he says, "We're in." Oh, great, great! We can leave immediately. Immediately, Are you ready? Oh, I'm yeah. hungry. Oh, oh yeah, some stew, some stew, and and then we'll go. All right. Is that okay? I sense some, uh, you know, anxiety. Well, we just finished up rather a big errand and we were, you know, anticipating a night here at this uh, inn, but that, I, I guess that's all right if it's really urgent. We can leave in the morning. It's just, I, you know, there's a team ahead of us that we're kind of backing up and yeah. they right. may die. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, what are you that's... expecting is gonna kill them? Oh, yeah. He looks at his other hand. 
Uh, Peeler said something about a death knight. I uh, said you would know what that means. Yeah, so oh, you saw him before. Yeah, something about him. Um, so he's after this ha- this brooch also. Probably, I don't know. Uh, yeah. He says there's a likely, a high likelihood that they know where it is if we know where it is. Well, he didn't kill us last time. Oh, well, that's why, good. Why do you think he would kill them? Well, um, probably because he wants the brooch. I don't. I don't know. I don't have many answers. Uh, you know, he did almost kill us last time. He really Almost. didn't want to, but he seemed like he had a hard time not hitting super hard. <laughs> okay. This, I'm starting to understand why there's two teams. I'm glad I'm on team number two. Uh, cool, cool. Well, get your stew, get filled up, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll teleport away from here. All right. Good, 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 good. Oh, <laughs> he looks on his arm now. <laughs> Copious gold. Uh, I think that means that he said he's going to pay you. Well, I should think so. That's good. I'll take that. Good. Okay. Maybe more of Did he just tell you the words copious gold? I can't remember everything that he told me. That's why I wrote it down. And I wrote down copious gold. Knowing fingers, that means that, yes, you are promised payment for this. Have you known this man a while? Oh, yeah, years and years and years. Probably like 12, 15, something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I said, we oh. met in Philly up in El Texia with all the snow elves and stuff. I don't really oh. know what that means, but okay. Oh, it's called the, you know, the City of Splendor and stuff like that. They're very, you know, the snow elves have a lot of levity compared to the rest of the Shilkambaras. Very nice, fun people. Festival ways great at the wintertime. Uh, you know, magic folk. Anyway, I was looking for an artifact up there, and he was there in the in the end. Oh, okay. Well, I suppose we should eat our dinner. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, you can grab a seat, or I see you got a Goliath friend over there. Hi, hi. Hello. You can come on over here if you like and have stew with us. What's your name? I'm Professor Fingers. Dick, Dick Fingers. Call me that. <laughs> He shuffles over um, and sits down with the rest of you, and Vorin does uh, eat his stew quite quietly, but um, the rest of you can can grab uh, bowls of stew. It's a nice venison stew, um, probably meat from the Huntsman's Guild. Uh, But uh, unless there's anything else you'd like to do over dinner, um, you guys can kind of quietly stuff my ears with wool. Eat. Yeah, it, he is talking kind of nonstop about things that don't don't matter. The only thing that piques your interest, Bell, is, is when he starts talking about uh, excitedly talking about Sweaty's Pastry Shop and how they're opening up a start hike location, and uh, talks passionately about their cherry pastries. But uh, the rest is just kind of you know in one ear <laughs> out the other. Uh, I'll jump in and say that as he's doing all of that, Remy appears contented because he doesn't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> is he like snuggling closer and closer to Ag? Or is he like no, trying to be cool? He's just kind of sitting there sipping on the broth around the chunks mm. of meat. <laughs> uh, Ruby is fascinated by the stories and like has just like a small notebook, not like a big roll of parchment, but just like a little one and is like trying to take notes, but then keeps like, oh. Sure. Trying to like keep, uh, oh. 
So it, it Keep is up with the threads. Particularly interesting to, to Ruby because he's been to not one but two continents that you haven't been to. Mm, You've only been mm-hmm, to Galawai mm-hmm. and Kazoon, but he's been up north to Eltexia and to Iadosos. So um, she's probably asking like some clarifying questions, but mostly like letting his rhythm roll. Sure. Uh, you get a little information from him between the nonsense of uh, he does detail what the Shilkum Varus actually is. It's a elven governmental system of three city-states who kind of work together, um, otherwise known in, in common as the Three Companions. Uh, you get a little information about a, um, a group of humans on eastern Eltexia that are kind of reavers and raiders, but also skilled diplomats. Um, they kind of, you know, pen and sword, have an approach to diplomacy to get what they want. And uh, he goes on for quite some time about the Shang Brotherhood, which you you have heard of in Iodosis. It's the primary majocracy there. Um, but uh, the rest of you guys are just not interested. Uh, <laughs> but you do finish your stew. Um, Boren has a second bowl that he's eating from as you guys uh, finish up. Uh, so, uh, are you guys uh, ready to go? Um, anything else to do? I, I don't think so. I suppose we're ready. Can you think of anything else we need to, to bring from here? We've got... Uh, you got torches? We're going to mm. go in a tunnel, so... Mm. We have torches on Actually, I light, can make light capability. Okay, good, good, good. Um, anything you can think of? Uh, rope. Rope. Uh, sorry, anything you can think of? Uh, I was actually going to say rope and rations. <laughs> Same thing. Good on ration. I might run back over to the shop and get one of those, like a fur beanie. I just, I'm, I'm just running. I'll just get a hat so fast. I'll just be okay. right back. No, no problem. Why do we need hats? <laughs> My ears get cold. Oh, fair. I understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you like an, an, an escort? It is late at night. Oh, we I are mean. surrounded by woods. Why don't we all go to the shop? I can see if I, you know, I like to pick up trinkets from wherever I go. Like, uh, well, po- sometimes there are postcards in general stores or like little, uh, you know, knickknacks or carvings or something. Or like a trading card. A trading hey. card? You mean like those, uh, oh, Galdrin Snowhammer ones? Like that. I am an avid collector of those. So, yeah, um, if they have any of those, I'd love pick up a pack. I mean, I didn't see any when we were in there earlier, but... Oh, well, still, some little knick-knack or, or thing. Well, I, I have quite some things to show you, then, as a fellow collector. Oh, really? Okay, well, we'll we'll get to the trading over the fire one night, and, you know, I have some duplicates that perhaps you don't have, uh, and you may have some duplicates that I don't have, so, yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's go to the shop real quick. So... I'll just kind of sweepingly get up and walk out the door, <laughs> expecting you guys to fall. And we've like paid, we're like paid up. We yeah, you can settle okay. your tab pretty quickly. Great. Is the Goliath still with us or are we yeah. just like leaving? He's kind of like shrugs and gets up to follow, <laughs> stew in hand. He knows <laughs> he can kind of just pay whatever, so uh, he'll he'll follow after you guys. Uh, when we get outside, y'all will notice that Ag will take off his shoes and store them. Oh. 
Okay. Uh, affiliated so with the, the whole, um, the, the necklace on that. Sorry, what? Oh, I, 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 um, well, I just recognized your necklace. I thought you might be a practitioner. I, I know Bells has been collecting ones like that periodically. Hmm. I understand. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a practitioner, but I do recognize and honor the wisdom. Uh, that she yeah oh you're Bells right yes I am oh it's a fun journey why do you say that um it awakens a part of you that society kind of has tampered down Free. Hmm. I need some of that. I believe everyone does. Hmm. But no, uh, the shoes is not uh, a part of Alora. You don't have to do that. Um, it, it's just how it was raised. Well, I bet I'm sure there's a fascinating story with that. I mean, depends on your perspective of what's fascinating and not. We find pretty much everything fascinating. Oh. Uh, I grew up in a very wooded area where everyone around uh, tried to be as one with nature as possible. So, and anytime I'm indoors, I put on shoes because it's not the same as connecting. Hmm. Sounds like a nice practice. Well, where did you grow up? Did you say? Uh, did not. Uh, it's not really well known, uh, even on my continent. But it is called. Me <laughs> <clears throat> all the time. I know. <laughs> Let me check in my notes real quick. Um, I don't actually don't know what to call it in the common tongue, but uh, yeah, it's just a quiet little place. We uh tend to bend our building and existence around the nature instead of making it conform to us. That's interesting, yeah, it's uh. It's terrifying, and like I said, freeing earlier. Um, more than one morning, I woke up with a wolf or two sleeping next to me. So that scares you, but it's good. Uh, Molly, you can make a history check if you'd like. At uh, I'd say disadvantage. Good thing I just added this as my other. Proficiency thing. 16. 18. 16 plus 10 is a 26. You've heard of a naturalistic half-orc society, supposedly. Mm. 
they're isolationist to the point that no one has ever found the location of this city. Mm. Uh, besides, the, you know that it's it's within the continent of Elpexia somewhere, mm-hmm. um, supposedly called Nogbuzz. Mm. Okay. Um, but that's about all the information uh, you have on the on that um, society. Mm-hmm. That is so interesting. I feel like maybe I've heard of something like that before, but um, yeah, I'd love to hear more about just what that was like for you growing up and how, how you feel like that part of your life has shaped you and, and all that. I know we'll have plenty of time for talking on our travels. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'll answer questions if I see they need to be answered. Yeah. It's at that point that you see throwing open the doors flamboyantly up ahead to farmer's wholesaler professor fingers who kind of stalks in and starts to find various curios and artifacts that he's just bundling up in his arms uh, they're mostly just miscellaneous carvings or you know a trowel or whatever he's like oh i can put this on my shelf here and uh, get this one scribed and just starts Buying knickknacks. Um, <laughs> you guys are free to buy whatever. A little beanie mm-hmm. uh, probably costs you five silver, um, if rope. that. Rope. Um, though I think you guys have a lot of rope already. We have we have a good amount of rope. Another sixty feet won't hurt. You can pick that up. Yeah. Um, Ruby's gonna find a hat and she's with an opening in the top, so she can pull her ponytail out and like Love it. fluff it, and then have the fur around her. Love it. Yours. Um, Voren will just chill outside as he has no need to go into the general store. Just kind of, he sits, his hulking figure sitting on the the stoop of the building, almost coming up to the the roof, (laughs) sitting down, um, just kind of hands clasped, looking around. I would probably, like, sit next to him, Mm -hmm. but, like, maintain our very common... Like silence where we just neither of us. Yes, just sitting, enjoying yes each other's company. Yeah. Um, eventually, the rest of you filter out. Um, there's a large bag um, that has been filled by Professor Fingers of knickknacks. Um, <laughs> okay. He's just kind of looking around excitedly. Uh, so um, we got our hats, we got our ropes, we got our knickknacks. Um, oh, I'll have to get some knickknacks from Ungva too. Anyway. Um, if I might ask, what is your plan for uh, getting when we arrive at Ungva? How how close are we gonna arrive to oh, this about city? About a half day out. Okay, and the tunnel starts from the city, from what you know. Uh, I think so. I, I think it's in the iron mine, from what I've okay. been told. All right. Mm. Um, do you have a plan for us making our way through the city? Uh, without rising, arousing any suspicions, or are we just gonna? Oh no, I haven't thought of that. Well, our companion, our friend Warren here, is uh, not native to that town specifically, but advised that we not, uh, m- you know, make any mischief huh. or cause any trouble, as they might crush our skulls and use them as drinkware. Oh, oh! You think I can buy one of those? Probably. Be an interesting knickknack, mm. a a conversation starter. Um, yeah, it can just turn us all invisible or something. 
Okay. That's what I was wondering, just what kind of magical capabilities you have that would uh, enable us to not die. Oh, yeah. Before we even get to this uh, supposed tunnel. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just turn us invisible if that works. Uh, I guess. Okay. I'll do that then. Um, okay. Well, everyone gather up. Kind of, you know, together in, in a little clump, and then we'll all poof away. Uh, Vorin kind of stands. This is where I will uh, leave you. Uh, it was a pleasure to meet you, Ruby Remy. Uh, sorry to hear that Benny went home, but I'm glad he's with his family. Bells. You will be coming back to visit many times. I know that. Because we are friends and you know where I live now. And it is not a large cell underneath Oramont. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you will be looking for a large architect to make, you know, grand palace for House Coburg or something. Good things in your future, I'm sure. Something. Yes. Uh, well, uh, hi close to Wudant. Let her guide you. Or don't, you know, it's your life. But, uh, but choose one thing or the other. Professor Fingers, uh, Dick, it was nice to meet you, uh, as well as you, small half orc. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, I will go make some tea enjoy my fire. Goodbye. Goodbye. He just kind of nods sheepishly and thumps off in the direction of his house. Okay. Ready? On three. One, two. <laughs> you teleport. Uh, you were sucked into uh, the queasy feeling of slipping through time and space. Quite familiar to you guys at this point in your travels. Um, and uh, materialize onto the ground, um, crunching under your feet is uh, a thin layer of frosty snow with kind of tufts of grass poking out from the soil that is kind of frozen over. As you take in your surroundings, you are on this vast uh, kind of piece of tundra. Further away, there are kind of bordering forests of pine and maple. Um, and uh, behind you is this kind of large mound that runs almost due east, um, which is, is strange. Um, but it, it's it's evening time. Um, you've you've made your way pretty far south. The the cold does bite into you, but thank you, thankfully, due to your warm clothing, you guys are are insulated from the elements for the most part. Oh, burr. I should have gotten some fur-lined robes. I forgot how cold it is out here. Oh, one sec, and I'll set my back down and just pull out a fur coat, like cloak. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I won't need it for long. Hopefully we'll be underground, and that's nice and insulated, you know? Yeah. So You've been down here before. Oh, yeah, I've been here, just not to Umva. I've been close to Umva. There was a... Purple worm infestation means the buddies we were sent to, you know, exterminate the worm. 
So, yeah. Um, actually, there should be a big hole in the ground somewhere if it's not snowed through. Actually, try not walk over that way because we might fall into a big purple wormhole. What oh, is good that? To know. A purple worm? Hole. No, it's, it's, it's good to know. Oh, a hole is a, like a like a hole in the ground. A purple worm. No, I, I, I said hole. it. It's, <laughs> I, I just said it's good to know that there's a purple wormhole over there, that we, so we don't fall into it. Yeah, yeah. A purple wormhole is, is a hole in the ground made by a purple worm bells. How large are they? Oh, they're big. I've oh. never seen one before. And boy, are they purple. And they make holes. Well, yeah, they're burrowers. They're they're worms. Except you know, they burrow through stone, ice, snow, dirt. How large are they exactly? Oh, like like maybe this big or bigger. I don't know. Depends upon how old they are. It's a big worm. They got big stingers and you know cavernous maws. My buddy got eaten by one. Well, when we were here, few people got eaten. That's terrible. Yeah, they got digested partially. Wait, so they're alive? Well, one of them is. Wait, were you referring to... Was he referring to our our friend over here as Buddy? No, he wasn't referring to Agator. This was a different (laughs) excursion. Like, have you been eaten by a purple one? (laughs) (laughs) Are you a survivor? Yeah, it's just you know Sunday morning for me. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a group in in Urengal called the Purple Worm Survivor Support Group. <laughs> Most of them, at least half to three quarters of their bodies yeah. are like just kind of melted. <laughs> Stomach juice. Gross. So uh, yeah, um, but this is new. He points to the large mound behind you guys. Uh, come to the, to the north. I'm gonna look at this. He just starts to scramble up the hill. Um, gets to the top, looks west, looks east, like looking at the ground. Well, that's weird. Oh well. Starts to trudge down and say, okay, I guess, uh, do you want to make camp or do we want to get to Uva first? What did you see up there? Oh, really big mine tracks? I don't know. Mine tracks. Yeah, like for a mine cart. Why is that weird? Aren't there mines down here? Yeah, but uh, these are really big. Also, where would they be taking the mine cart to? I mean, I guess Druzba. Mm-hmm. Oh, strange to me. Like big, like they'd be used by Goliaths? Mm, bigger. Uh, like, uh, you know. The size of that mound, it is a large mound. Um, basically, mound? it's an, an embanked okay. uh, track, basically. Okay. So it's not like a mound. It's There's like, like a, a huge shrimp. embankment. That yes, like... that's running east-west. Okay. Is it like giant-sized? Not giant, giant-sized. Okay. But it's bigger than Goliath. Okay. Minecart size. Somewhere in the middle there. Okay. A lot of potatoes. <laughs> many potatoes. So many potatoes. But we can, uh, I guess we can go to Ungva now. If you're not sleepy. So like a half day. 
be there at midnight. Remember, they had a long day. Oh yeah, yeah. But, look, I, I, I don't know about them. I, I can say for myself that I'm, I'm ready to get the ball rolling here. You know, I'd love to find out what happened to Cyrus. It's kind of been a sticking point for a while. Oh yeah. Ever since I heard that he was missing, you know, I was worried. That guy can get into a lot of trouble by himself. Well, why don't we hurry on and see how, at least how far we can go? Sure, that'll give us time to catch up to the advance team. Maybe we'll even meet him before we get there. Sounds so let's good. get going. Okay, okay. So you guys start to trek uh, roughly south, uh, southeast towards the village of Umva. Uh, night starts to fall um, quite early. You know, the sun was already mostly set by the time you guys got here, but by the time um, the the village comes into sight, it's it's really just flickering fires of homes and hearths um, as you approach. The, uh, the tracks actually do continue perpendicular to you and arrive into the city proper um, up to a large, um, what seems to be square um, stone building, maybe a, a story and a half, so to speak. Um, that's about all you can get from, from right here, but he says, okay, so I'm gonna make us invisible. Do you have any information about where this advanced team is staying, or? Oh, I figured they're trying to get to the glass city like us. The glass city? Yeah. It's a city under water made of glass. Is it inhabited? Nuh-uh. But it is a city. Well, it was. I guess it still is. I mean, what, what comprises a city, right? Does it have to have denizens uh, residing in it, trading, an economical system, a governmental system, or is it a city still if it's just, you know, no one living there? I don't know. Me neither. It's a philosophical question, I guess. I think at that point it'd be called ruins. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the glass ruin. Let's call it that then. So they weren't planning to stay here? Maybe. I, I, I'm not in contact with Team A. So we're just going to wander through the city and hope we find them or the tunnel? Yeah, we're looking for the tunnel. All right. But you don't know where it is? In the iron mine. Okay. So shall we head there or shall we find some place to rest? Oh, we would probably do well to rest before we go delving into holes, because you never know when you're going to... Sure, we can just camp on the outskirts here. That seems like it makes the most sense. Sure, sure, sure. Um, can you not contact anyone in the advance team? The only person I know who would be on it maybe is Cyrus, but he's still... Well, I don't know. Let me try. You see him concentrate real hard for a second. Well, the message went through, so that's good news, you know, but no response. So, do with that what you will. It went through? Yeah, yeah. So he's on the same plane of existence as us right now, I guess. Whew, not dead. Okay. So... I guess that's an improvement. Yeah. A significant one. All right. Huh. Well... I certainly feel better about taking a little rest tonight, don't don't you two? 
Sure. I suppose so. Who is this uh, Cyrus that y'all keep mentioning in great detail and adoration? He used to travel with us. We met over a year ago now, or at least I met him then. Um, He went missing quite some time, right before we got caught in that, um, the suck hole. Hmm. And then we we haven't been able to get a hold of him since and have a pretty good reason to believe that he has been in excruciating pain or torture of some sort. Oh, that's news to me. Hmm. Yes, there was an archfey that gave us some more information. You're friends with an archfey? Not friends. Um, she, I, we we did her a small favor, and I uh, I asked for a small favor in return. Well, we did her a really big favor, but we did. Be careful with those. Feywild is a tricksy place. I was about to say the best way to deal with the Fey is to not deal with the Fey. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any that, reason to believe that they would be following us or... Hmm care about us at all anymore, really. Oh, that's good. Our friend was um, in cahoots with one of them. Oh. Well, I wish him the best with that sort of situation. Yes. He seemed to have made the best of it, actually, and uh, I think it's going to work out all right. Yeah. Anyway, this seems like good news for uh, their old companion, Right, I guess you never did meet Cyrus, did you? No. I just, huh. y'all had just realized that he was missing when y'all, when I met you in Cube World. Uh, well, okay. And and for some, I didn't know, I, I feel like I'm overstating my relationship with him. I didn't know him incredibly well, but, you know, he was a good acquaintance and someone I'd kind of consider to be under my care at the time. So... It would be good to clean that up a little bit for me personally. And I know Vinny would, uh, you know, feel really bound to continue searching for him so we can continue on his behalf. Well, frankly, it felt a little frustrating. So for more context for you two, we did just help a friend rectify his situation with his family and the Fae. It was a huge mess. It was so such a big mess, mm-hmm. um, but in that in that time, um, we did also lose that person. He went back to you know spend time with his family, and we were kind of hoping to bring him along to something like this. But uh, we wanted to make sure he had his powers back, and he didn't have his powers. And uh, so I, I guess a a a. Um, no Vinny is better than a non-powered Vinny for, from a tactical perspective. That is true. How? He wasn't the, the most physically apt. <gasps> ah. He was powers. persuasive. He had an arrangement with the, that, that Faye. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She was rather fickle, though. Okay. Everything's starting to make sense. Yeah, yeah, it clicks, it clicks. Oh. Maybe you get some knickknacks out of it, though. But, but it's yeah, off our plate now, so... Yes, there's, he's... You know, there's right. no worries moving forward. 
Probably. Hopefully. <laughs> you never quite know what the Fae will do. That is true, but... But I have had run-ins with different Fae entities before, and hopefully... Are they all like that? Um, Where they're so beautiful and so terrible at the same time. And they trick people to sleeping with them and then give them powers and trick them into contracts with them to serve them. To do their bidding and then take their powers away and then give them creepy dreams. This all seems like very specific situations. <laughs> uh, Not always. There's also hags. Yeah. Um, mm. She wasn't a hag. No, no yeah, hags are worse. But as far as being beautiful and terrifying, yeah, most of them are. She was some sort of queen of the Fae or something. I don't know, really. May I roll an Arcana check? Yeah, you can. <laughs> he rolled a nat 20 on that. I rolled a soft 20. You both share a glance. Ah. At the same time, probably. <laughs> Titania. Yeah. Yes, that's, uh, yeah. That's the one. That's uh, okay. Yeah, uh, well, Oberon was it's a really good story. I can I can tell it for you if you want. I'm just glad your buddy's uh, elsewhere. Yeah, <sighs> especially with the, it, the 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 brooch. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Um, like the wind, they are restless, and. Sometimes they do things just for fun. And, you know, if what information we have, if it's any sort of truth, then Faye having access to that might be detrimental. Who knows what might happen? I like to know things. And the level of chaoticness uh, the Faye bring is. Not my favorite. Yeah, once I saw Archfate eat a barrel of um, this kind of powder that if you hit it with fire, it explodes. It's a new technology, but uh, yeah. That sounds very he, dangerous. He just like ate it for what? fun. The whole barrel <laughs> too, his jaw really? like distended. Oh, no. yeah. oh my. It's very strange. Wow. Yeah, uh, enough about the Fae. Because oh, if you say their name enough times, they'll just appear somehow. Um, but in the end, it's y'all's choice. But uh, I hope for y'all's sake, we do get to find your friend, Cyrus. And yes. see that he is well. As do I. Yeah, yeah. Um He's been, you know, coming into his own, so I hear, and I'd love to really discuss spellcrafting with him. Uh, I hear he's been making great use of grease. So, yeah, I, I was never really a grease master myself. But. I'm sorry, Ugh. who told you that? Oh, Professor Puler. That he was making great use of grease. Yeah, he, you know, he's an archmage of divination. He looks in from time to time on people. But he used the word great. Yeah, I mean, he said he was spraying it everywhere, you know? He was so, He called that. him a grease master? I, I don't remember the exact terminology, <laughs> but he said he was making good use of his spells, especially grease. <laughs> That's, uh... And I really want to, you know, 
pick his brain on it because I'm not a very good greaser. Oh. I'm, my spell crafting lies in, you know, other other directions, so to speak, like invisibility or teleportation, you know, bland spells like that. Well, Nothing Professor fun Fingers, I can tell you, you're not missing out on much from experience. <sighs> well, I hope to find Cyrus and, and see anyway. Hmm. So, are we tracking or are we resting? Resting, we ought to rest if we're going to be effective. Yes, let's rest at least for a short time. Okay, you guys settle up for a rest. Uh, if you want to take watches, let me know. Um, Agadir will uh, offer first watch. Okay. And I'll join you and swap stories. Okie dokie. Mostly because I am bad at watching and I shouldn't do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got second watch? And I like to talk, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it with somebody else. Okay. okay. Uh, who's got third? I'll do third. Okay. Professor Slinger's fingers are sleeping through all of it. <laughs> uh, he's got a nice warm tent uh, that he uh, unpacks with a flourish. It's like pulls it out of a bag and it <laughs> unfolds perfectly. Is itself. it bigger on the inside? It is not. It's oh. still just a tent, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, at first watch, if you guys want to make uh, perception checks, uh, if you have dark advantage or dark vision, it's with you know, regular disadvantage if you do not. I do get that dark vision, though. Eleven. Oh, wait, with dis with disadvantage? Do I always do that? Do you have dark vision? No, but I don't think I've ever rolled it at disadvantage. Uh, I usually just don't enforce it. Well, I just always roll bad, so it doesn't matter. Eleven. Okay. Twenty-four. <sighs> Nothing really to pick out um, from your vantage. You guys kind of get right up against this embankment. Um, with a 24, during the night, there is kind of a small shift in the snow, mm -hmm. and you see a small diameter of snow fall about a half foot into what you can only assume was the double wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it, and your watch comes and goes. Um, second watch, we have Remy. Uh, during it? our watch, we shared stories. Well, I did not press him too hard about the location of where he grew oh, up or sure. anything because I, I knew to be like respectful mm -hmm. but I just wanted to learn more more customs I took a few notes and you know yeah. show, shared my notes you know wasn't like sure. secret but just learning his story a little bit shared a little bit of our journeys with minor embellishments sure you can Mostly tell she's also the truth. interested in, in kind of your continent in general as mm -hmm. it seems like she hasn't been up that way or at least isn't experienced with those cultures. So yeah. she asks a lot of clarifying questions around the elven cities, around, uh, you know, the, the Torvenbergen people. And, and oh, yeah. I, you would have gotten all the information about that. Cool. Not where he's from. Probably would have taken a couple songs. Sure, maybe. yeah. Um, I would have also favorites. shared a book with you. Oh. Uh, and when you flip through it, it is a book of poetry written mm. by Agatha. <gasps> Your own poetry? Yeah. All right. Um, is there like any kind of chemistry happening? <laughs> Ruby has chemistry with everyone. Anyone who can speak words. <laughs> with a wooden door. Yeah. So some. Yeah. From <laughs> her end. Yeah. I don't know about Aggie's end. Hard to read. 
I was about to say, make an insight check. <laughs> I did not take as a new proficiency, so. You can set your own DC. Right. Oh, you really think I should? Yeah, if do you want. Do it. Do it. I want to know. Insight. <gasps> 24! <laughs> not 20! Now I get to know. Molly's rules are always like. So. <laughs> Ridiculous. 27, 24. And then when it's important, like seven. seven. Like <laughs> a two, which is the worst thing I can roll. And yeah, with like Love a it. no specials. So with a 24, what, is, what does she get in terms of insight? <laughs> it doesn't even have to be on that subject. Just in general, what is what is um, Agador I'll feeling going I'll through? I'll do both. I'm, I'm new to the table. I have to earn everyone's trust. Um, <laughs> so... Generally speaking, uh, you get a very strong sense of self and reservation, uh, quite opposite of Professor Fingers. Uh, he is slow to speak and tries to choose his words in every situation. Um, he is direct, uh, you can also tell. You said twenty-four. Mm-hmm. God, I hate bards. I hate bards. That was a nat twenty. It had nothing to do with the bard. It was a nat twenty. Uh, yes, okay. I have, okay. I have okay. crappy insight. Like this was just okay. Since my it's a nat weird. 20, yeah. Um, you can tell there's a very deep, dark secret he has, mm. and you can tell that uh, he, on multiple occasions, has ended someone's life with his bare hands. He carries that weight. Mm. Uh, and since it's a nat 20 uh, there is a fondness that he um, is showing towards Ruby uh, for her ability of the arts uh, but you will also notice he tends to look in someone else's direction more often Okay. Okay. Anything else to your watch? Uh, no. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Hayden, what would you, what was your perception? Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> All quiet on the western front, and uh, the and the eastern front. All the fronts. And the southern front. Uh, this this front runs east to west. Uh, there there is no front to the north. There's just a big hill of snow. <laughs> um, but you can easily wake bells for her morning watch. Um, if you have anything else to do beforehand, let me know. Uh, I don't think I have any. Uh, I guess I could get to potion making. Make some make some more potions. Sure. Yeah. Just. Is going to be kind of mortaring and pestling over the course of a couple hours. <laughs> Thankfully, each of you sleep through the <laughs> of mortar and pestle. More um, like a. Oh, yeah. Hey, nope. There we go. Leaves. Uh, but you can wake bells if you want to make a perception check. Bells. Sure. Cool. Nine. 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 Thankfully, nothing disturbs your watch because you. Or having a hard time seeing. Yeah. Um, and your mind is also elsewhere. Um, it's on some of the words that Warren said to you. It's on your dream from Melora. Um, 
but nothing nothing disturbs your watch and the sun starts to crest um, the horizon uh, ostentatiously yawning oh I slept good we ready to go from the sleeping bag you hear you always sleep good fingers <laughs> yeah that's true I'm a heavy sleeper just so you guys know so if anything happens in the night or anything, just you know, give me a shake. Uh, I'll do like that one time. I'll just throw you. <laughs> I was bruised so bad. I didn't even have my mage armor. Don't do that, please. Uh, invisible, right? It snaps and you all turn invisible. Oh. Well, how do we? Can we see we each other? Hold a rope or something? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess we could do that. Um, also, we're going to make footprints in the snow. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I just follow the footprints. Uh, yeah, okay. It would be harder to explain if someone gets entrapped by an invisible rope in the middle of a town. Actually, you... sorry to interrupt. Good idea. Some Goliath hunting parties walk in single file. That way it looks like there's only one set of footprints going. Uh, I'll take the lead. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to assume I have the closest foot size to a Goliath. I will stay in the back. So do we all just like try to step in the footprints in front of us? Because that yeah. sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Except... Ruby and Ruby. Ruby yeah, like, we're like. <laughs> <laughs> Agatha hasn't been around much halfling, so he's taking normal strides. Ruby's um, like, maybe I'll just look like a squirrel. <laughs> Running along behind. An invisible squirrel. <laughs> uh, for our listeners, that would be John hitting his elbow while pretending to be a squirrel. <laughs> there it is. I was trying to be the one from Ice Age. Scratch. <laughs> yeah. Classic. So, uh, if you guys want to make stealth checks with advantage, as you are invisibly, <laughs> you may. Oh, thank God for advantage on. Oh, you said advantage. His part. Dang it. Oh. Woo! Twenty. Twenty. Twenty-one and a four. Twenty-one and a four. Soft twenty. Twenty. Nice. What do you got, Hayden? A uh, natural twenty twenty-five. <laughs> 16. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you still rolled higher than someone. The Tinkers rolled a 12 plus 3. So. I have a plus 6. Um, easy enough. You guys start to... Or I'm sorry, not even plus 3. Even lower. Um, <laughs> you guys creep your way closer and closer to this village that comes into full view. Um, kind of like longhouse structures of sloping design. Uh, mostly of wood and stone. Sometimes the first floor is all stone, cobbled together and mortared. Sometimes it's full wood. Every chimney is smoking, but there seem to be no real walls except on the southern border of this um, village. There is a massive wall with a bunch of stakes pointed out towards the general direction of Pachesk. Um, but there is a road that leads um, vaguely back the way you came, back west towards uh, what you would assume to be Druzba. Um, the, the village is, is pretty small, um, anywhere from your guess of, of, uh, 25 to 50 buildings in total. Um, but the iron mine is, is easily picked out as the large, um, 
building that the tracks actually lead to. It's just this kind of large square stone building unadorned um, with this, um, as you get closer, kind of circular um, staircase that, that um, spirals down into a deeper hole. You spot um, many Goliath wearing these kind of large hide armor pieces, carrying great axes and glaives and spears. Um, hunters, uh, some um, what seem to be uh, farmers of some sort. Uh, you're not sure what's hardy enough down here to be farmed. Um, but this is a bustling, lively village of, of folk. Um, perhaps more brutal than you might like, but life is, is there all the same. Um, but you hear fingers whisper from the back, should we go in or do you guys have anything to do here? No, that's good. Should we go in or should... <laughs> Just we, we heard you. We heard you. Okay. Let's go in. There's okay. no, nothing to do here. So, you make your way into the iron mine. Yeah, it's um, right there. So you you start to f- spiral down these stairs, descending into this board rock that's striated with streaks of gray or rusty brown of iron, um, various pieces of ore, uh, perhaps too small to to extract, uh, not worth it. Um, Eventually, coming into this small chamber at the bottom with two large hallways stretching off to either side. Um, and uh, if you want to make a perception check, you may uh, as you guys come down. Um, I'll allow for two. I'd like to perceive. Okay. I would not. Uh, 21. Okay. 13. Well, the DC was five, so, you know. Um, there easily enough spotted in the back of um, this large entry chamber is a collapsed bit of stone that leads to what seems to be a cavern beyond. Um, which direction are you guys going? Uh, I think this is the part where I stop leading us. Fingers, do you have any information huh? on which way to go? Oh, um, well... There are two tunnels, which I did not foresee. And there's also something back there. You want me to move it? Yeah, let's, uh, you know, move some rocks. Let's see what's behind door number three. Are so there, there's not other, like, Goliaths down here. They were just no up in working. the town. Okay. Uh, you don't even hear, with those perception checks, you don't even hear the sound of pickaxes on rock. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll go move some rocks. Okay, uh, make a make an athletic check for me. Will do. I'd like to also help move rocks. Absolutely, make it an advantage. <laughs> Thank you. We would. I would be helping too. It's an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Keep piling it on. Uh, yeah. That is a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Easily enough, you guys are able to clear away some of the rocks. It looks like there is scrapes and scruff marks of people who have been through here. Um, and it wasn't hard to clear away a lot of the rubble um, for um, for you guys to get through. Uh, it was really just to see more into the chamber before going through. Yeah. Um, and it's not well lit in here, but there are a couple of guttering torches as you guys peer through. Um, there seems to be two large uh, kind of stone platforms to either side of um, what seems to be this kind of brilliant blue behemoth of metal. Um in the visage of a snarling uh, blue dragon. 
Um, its eyes seem to be made of glass, exposing some sort of interior within the the head of the dragon. Um, and go ahead and make a perception check, those of you who would like to, or investigation if you're coming into the actual chamber. You I'll make a perception check. Sure, yeah, just do two. I'll take the other Nat 20, 26. Okay. okay. Uh, you do notice... Um, <laughs> Not gonna follow that. ...kind of hidden below the visage of the dragon, um, minecart wheels affixed to what looks to be a similar track to the one you saw up top. Um, you'll also notice that connected behind the dragon head are several large square, uh, for lack of a better term, covered mine carts, uh, of large size. Um, are you about to do Donkey Kong country up in here? <gasps> it is for, for reference for real world people, it is a train. Oh. But you guys start to make your way into this cavern, I assume. And as you do so, that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. <laughs> awesome. Oh, oh my. My part madness. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll call the next one. Minecart madness is what we're going to call the next yeah, one. Yeah, it is.